This episode of Driving Well Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA and get 20% off your order. Uh, check it out. They have really cool shirts. We all love them here. And we're stoked to have them on as a sponsor. It's Driving Well Awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> you guys want to record a podcast? I'm down, Brian. I'm so excited about that, Brian. <laughs> where, Brian, where you been? I've been around. Yeah, I took a little vacation. Oh, a little vacay? Yeah, that's cool. Sometimes, you know, the DWA work week gets a little tough, and I need to take a break. <laughs> You're telling me. Two days a week, huh? Is, is it that much now? Well, it's so oh, much yeah, we right. appear to work. Yeah, the, the appearance. Um, yeah, I hear you. You, yeah. need to, you need to cut loose. Yep. Take a break. Um, Just get out of the grind. Should we do this? Yeah. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Brian. I'm Art. And I'm Lane. And this is a Thursday edition. Thanks for joining us. Um, how's everyone doing? I'm doing. Lane? I'm hanging in there. You look good, man. You look good. Thanks, bro. Uh, Brian, where were you? Hawaii. I've heard of it. Yeah. Which which island? Oahu. I've heard of that one, too. Mm, you really went exotic. <laughs> I don't know. It can't be exotic. It, it was our first trip with the baby. We didn't want to oh, too exotic. Just you three? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it worked out really well, actually. Cool. It's not a super long flight, four hours? That's pretty long, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, four yeah. or five hours. I didn't actually count. Specifically, I did not want to think about it in right. the beginning. Like, I just, oh, we have three more hours. Yeah. You guys are on Alaskan? Uh, Virgin. Or Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Which nice. I think they just bought Alaskan. I think you're right. Merged. Yeah. Wow. Alaska. Dude, Virgin is so rad. They just do a really good job. Of Except for that horrible lights or whatever. That horrible intro song thing they do. Oh, the video oh. with the the dance dancing and everything. It's like a music. Yeah, that's it's like cool. a music video. Pretty catchy. You oh, gotta give them credit no, for it. It is not. It's really cheesy though. Do, do you guys remember? Uh, I think the first video they did was kind of a awesome cartoon. Did you guys? Ever oh, remember? I remember that. Yeah, with like the little. It was like a bullfighter. It's something. Yeah, and I, it, there was a I bull. I just remember it being pretty funny, and I was, you know, it was the first time I had totally. Seen one yeah, I remember because there was a bull, and the bull knows how to buckle his seatbelt, but the bullfighter doesn't, and oh. the bull helps the bullfighter. Oh. Okay, so, there you go. Brian's easily amused. <laughs> I mean, it it goes, it runs a little long. Like someone tried to talk to Brian during that, and he's like, "Shit, this is a good part. <laughs> this is good. We're talking about masks and life vests." Did Dude, you? I gotta say, we got the bulkhead seats up in oh, the front. Yeah. Oh, that's so freaking worth it. We were like, yes. you, we could use the floor space. To like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, like throw down the thing, and Maya was crawling around. I'm gonna have to do the same thing. We're going to to Germany. That's oh, a long way. Yeah. Is that the first flight? <laughs> oh yeah, direct. Oh, you're gnarly. Yeah, yeah. Like well, 13 yeah. hours or something. No, I don't think it's that long. Ten ish. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, but direct is good. You don't want to. Oh, stop yeah. and deal with other crap. And no, we got like we saved 40 bucks and we have to stop five times. It's totally worth <laughs> it. <laughs> I did uh, read recently that uh, the longest flight in the world now is from uh, somewhere in the Middle East. I want to say Qatar to Singapore. Okay, so right? so it used to be New Jersey to Singapore, and it was uh, Singapore Airlines, and they had one flight. I don't know, a couple of days, but the entire flight, I think it was a triple seven, was all first class. 
Whoa, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. And, and so stopped this, it. Obviously, you're talking one <clears throat> direct flight. Yeah. The longest direct flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is Emirates. And um, I don't know if, I mean, obviously, Emirates are, aren't, they have nice planes. I don't know if they're Fuck yeah, they or whatever. But, uh, they have nice planes. But in the article, they were talking, they actually did uh, explain how back in the day, you know, you see these beautiful posters of like this glamorous, like, you know, Art Deco, like, how, uh, what do they call it? The, um, freaking boat planes and you're like yeah, oh, you're yeah just like freaking fly direct and just land on the you know right on the oceanfront property there and jump yeah. out into your house whatever. taxi to the dock dude no freaking way apparently they had like something like five to eight stops depending on the flight like oh on i see you're saying that those old school posters yeah, were because full they had of shit. like very limited range for sure i'm so, surprised they could even make it to hawaii no yeah so they had to stop a ton of times a lot like to go to like brazil for example they stopped like i think it was like five or six times well that's why you see on like the indiana jones they show the map and it like has the line oh. going it's like stops you know an island and then continues on um that's a good point good stuff I do like those travel yeah, posters dude. though so um, did you guys get a seat for the baby no you don't have to until, until two. two i think yeah oh two, yeah did that's you, why you want to fly did you do the uh the crib that bolts into the bulkhead have you seen those that's no. i've seen that on our flight to africa there's yeah. people that had them it's pretty rad that's legit hmm. yeah. yeah it's basically like a bassinet that snaps to the wall and they, they, it's like the airline has them. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. There's only Hawaii, so it's like four and a half that's, hours. That's perfect. She wouldn't sleep in one of those anyways. And there's probably not, you're probably not the only one with kids yeah. on that flight. No, yeah, there were a few. That's like We flew with Phoebe when she, to Hawaii when she was like seven months, right? I, mean, I think that's how old she was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was fine. Yeah. Cool. She was chill. Lane, <clears throat> Lane doesn't like that sort of stuff though. What? No jet skis or any fun stuff in Hawaii. Yeah, that's true. It's all about air conditioning and a nice television. <laughs> and motor week. <laughs> <laughs> a good internet connection and that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cheap beers. Got a lot of, uh, I forget what TV show I was into at the time, but we went on that trip to Mexico. Watched a lot of my iPad at night. <laughs> Everyone else is up partying, having a good time. Yeah, dude. You know best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big day tomorrow. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Should we answer some questions? Let's do it. Should we attempt to answer questions? I mean, that's what we're paid to do. So. Did you listen to anything on yeah. these last ones? I was yeah. laughing. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh. You guys are pretty funny on the podcast. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Um, all right. Nick Coogan, describe the best weekend road trip you've ever been on that isn't the Coastal Range Rally. What car, who are you with, destinations hit? Dang. Hard, hard question. Yeah. That is a hard question. I can't answer it. It's hard. hard, right? Our I friend mean, Misha reminded us later on here. He he did the faux pas of answering the question. But he threw out a trip that Brian, Misha, and I took in my Volvo 850 Turbo Wagon. Go to pick up a roll cage. Down to pick up a roll cage <laughs> for, the nine, for the 944 uh, Lemons car. Yep. And that was a pretty fun road trip. Yeah, just the three of you in a Volvo just wagon. Just three of us in a Volvo wagon. Ended up sleeping in Ended the back of it in the hills in yeah. Montecito. Yep. Pull into a rich neighborhood and just climb in the back of the Volvo. Three dudes? Yep. Yeah. What? Three dudes. All of Volvo. Wow. Were that your must... heads all on the same side? Uh, must... I think I slept in the front. Yeah. Uh, and you guys, like, shared the back, just I, cuddled. Uh, that's a little more acceptable, I was yeah. going to say, dude. Three, and we were wide. trying to get this chick at a bar, like the bartender, to let us sleep at her house. <laughs> and uh, who, is, uh, who is in charge of that? 
mission. We, we were all just sitting there, and we were talking to her, and she's all, well, my, she lived with her parents. So she's like, I can't Oh, my be. God. <laughs> that's, that's her parents' worst nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Our daughter's a bartender, but uh, at least she doesn't bring anyone home. And yeah. yeah. We are driving a safe Volvo. Yeah. Keep her safe. Volvo wagon. I'm going to go just for the sake of the podcast. Um, Wait, uh, b- by the way, on that road trip, so the way home, we're in a Volvo wagon. With a roll cage. An auto power roll cage. We didn't realize how big it was. So I was basically sitting inside the roll cage in, oh was in the back God. seat. So basically. safe. Yeah. It was so yeah. It made so a Volvo scary. really unsafe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just shrapnel flying yeah. through the Volvo. That's such a lemons thing to do, too. <laughs> and though, just right? fitting it in that the was car was really hard. Man, that was pre-Instagram. You guys would have been just killing oh, it. Killing Instagram back then. <laughs> so oh, not, not strappable to the roof, huh? No, no. it's pretty heavy and awkward, and we would have had to. We needed a lot of tie down straps or something like that. Yeah. And it doesn't even have like a flat roof surface area. Yeah, so yeah. Like one flat spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went on a road trip with Brian and Jared, and we all drove around cars. It was three days, technically a weekend road trip. It was uh, basically like a rally. Yeah, um, yeah. It was amazing. a three person coastal range rally. <laughs> yeah, uh, we went down through Big Sur, across California, through the Sierras, camped one night. All the way through Highway 395, stayed in Bishop, and then around Mono Lake, up and over Yosemite. Um, 1989 BMW 325i, uh, Jared's 2002 TII, and Brian's Mark II GTI. Is this the one uh, trip where Warren refused to help out a, a bud yep. in need? Oh, yep. give me a break. And Warren had a radiator leak, if I recall. My car was pouring coolant. Pouring. Oh, you saw it? <laughs> and Brian's car broke down, and then Jared's car was fine, right? Yeah. But yeah, he had flimsy bumper, so he couldn't help. So you needed to be pushed out of something. No, no. The 2002 towed the GTI. Yeah. Back, you know, three miles or something. Yep. To our little town, not even a town, just for a phone. And then Brian spent three days in Bishop. Oh, God. Or a week. Like more than that, yeah. Because of a bad ground. Gnarly. A ground yeah. wire broke off and we couldn't figure it out. Yep. Car just died. Hiking across Bishop every freaking day, like to the. <laughs> Stay in that wonderful shop. motel. Oh, God. <laughs> what a great road trip. This is the best road trip ever. Yeah, this is awesome. the best. Brian yeah, and I yeah. had a good one, the Volvo wagon we've talked about. What about you, Art? Uh, so this isn't a road trip, but, uh, when I was in college, uh, one of my housemates was a photographer, uh, and we flew to Vegas and rented the cheapest car they had at like Las Vegas exotics or whatever. And it was a, nine, nine, yeah, it was a 996 Cabrio. Oh, okay. Uh, and it was a brand new one and we thought we're the shit, you know, we rented this thing out for this, uh, project that he had. So he had to make, um, it was, a a, a freaking, what do you call it? A car ad. And so he chose that car and we drove out to the desert and, but we did like Red Rock Canyon. Uh, we did a bunch of stuff out uh, uh, around Vegas, drove out to the Grand Canyon. Uh, and just one of the coolest things I remember about that trip, besides that, besides teaching him how to drive stick in that car, uh, was driving out like on our way back from, um, uh, from the Grand Canyon with the top down in the middle of the desert at night. And it's just like, you know, just you're like under, it's like Milky Way, you know, you can see so much it's like Dude, I mean, so like many different prime times. time for a convertible yeah it's, it's like so rad really and it's like warm, warm out it yeah. was in july warm summer evenings yeah you it's yeah. just so dense with with stars and like you can see all the, I mean, the milky way so that's good. how i can describe it you can see that shit so i've heard, I've heard of it dude pretty cool pretty cool yeah. stuff i mean that was that was very memorable i mean i've had tons of road trips but i just remember that one being super special because we're like super broke ass college kids and we're driving this like super rad car at the time and just having the time of our lives took it up to 155 and then like we're tr- drag racing people 
people like on little side like there's like some industrial areas on the other side of the strip and just doing stupid shit you know so it was a full full weekend so you guys um, just cut it off at 155 you're like that's the german limit <laughs> for most cars so we're no, just gonna stop there uh, we hit so we were driving um like out somewhere over by red rock canyon and there were uh cow grates across the road and i saw the sign for it and i slammed the brakes and i slowed down and i, I hit it maybe like at 110 or 115 and i was thinking dude if we f- you know fly over that at speed i don't know who knows what's gonna happen i thought maybe we'll t- pop a tire yeah, bottom or out or something bottom out so but yeah yeah i i was just I think my three most memorable road trips were all Volvo station wagons. <laughs> there was also, enough. or no, the one was the sedan. There was, are you taking one Twain Heart? Yeah, Twain yeah, Heart. That was like, coming to mind. And then we had one going to your house in San Diego. Oh, and we brought, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Evans, uh, yeah. our friend Evans' uh, dad's Volvo wagon. Dude, the one uh, first came to mind was that Saab trip where we went down. We oh. talked about it. The Saab one down to that go see face-to-face oh, at House of Blues. Cool. So all Swedish cars, basically. <laughs> Sweet road trip cars. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Excellent. Um, I, I, dude, ones down to Mexico are awesome. I've done like some of those where like some friends, uh, picked me up in a little, uh, like curved window super beetle and we went down and we were just like surfing and checking out different spots. And, uh, dude, it, it I don't know, down in Mexico, it just feels like so different. It's super exotic. Uh, and then another one we took the van again that we bought for teak deliver, teak furniture deliveries. That's uh, awesome, like, you know, Vanagon in Mexico. And then that same one, we would do trips uh, up and down California doing the selling flowers stuff. I took a nice trip in that one. Dude, from, those were bit Yeah, selling San flowers. San Francisco to San Diego yeah. along the coast. You yeah. Know? And everyone's, like, like sleeping in mattresses in the back. Yeah, stuff. dude. I think that yeah. was actually, we delivered teak up to... Uh, our parents' house or something from yeah. San Diego to Santa Cruz and then drove back down to go do the selling flowers at graduation. Yeah, I think we might have even had one up in San Francisco right before it, too. Or yeah, so like we that. were, like, just making cash and yeah, yeah. taking the long way. That was back when your company, Go Coastal, was big. Yep. <laughs> Axel Jor says, What vintage seats would look appropriate in my GTV when I get it back together? Can people modify them to accommodate a five-point harness, it's like with a submarine strap? I'm thinking older cars, but the application would be cool to know, if, for example, what car they were in originally. So, Dude, I, uh, GTS Classics is like the way to go, right? But I hear they're not as high quality as you might want for what he like. What, what he's talking race? about? Is he racing it? That's why he wants the five point. You can get five point. You can get those with yeah. They have some cool ones. Point. They have like fifteen different designs. Yeah, they have a lot of cool. Talked to somebody that was looking at them for the, a vintage Porsche, and they were saying that the quality didn't stack up. That's what I heard. They're probably not FIA approved or whatever, which yeah. is another thing. Dude, Kirky makes a pretty rad vintage bucket. So Kirky's like the full super American, like uh, all aluminum, gnarly yeah. seats. And uh, yeah. at Blaine Fab, that was like the go-to because they're uh, pretty well-priced mm-hmm. compared to all the competition. Lightweight. Yeah, strong. lightweight. Yeah, super easy to mount really well and uh, just built built well mm-hmm. yeah they, the, they have like the vintage bucket but i don't know you know you're not getting a headrest or anything like that which is kind of a you got you kind of got to bolt one to the cage or something or if you have a cage because they do make a kirky seat with a headrest it's integrated it's like a, yeah that's like a circle track yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah i know but that's not like vintage style 
It's oh, just I a, oh, I see. What you're I mean, saying. I'm talking about like, a vintage oh, yeah, yeah, style. Old look so yeah. what I yeah. what I would go for is is try to find uh th- these are bank but Recaro STs. Oh yeah, uh, so I, I like vintage those. Recaro oh, STs, yeah, and they have removable call. headrests. Uh, but yeah, GTS Classics to make a, a replica of those. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you would have to look in to see if if they're gonna suit like the needs that you're going for. But how um, about the Shield Mans? Those are sick, but they're super rare. They don't, not, not they don't look that good in the GTV. They're yeah. too bulky. It's too 80s. Yeah. They're too, like, big. You want a yeah, bucket. Heavy looking. Yeah. The, uh, I can't remember what year, but there's a specific year GTV that has, uh, like, a, they call them, like, the flying buttress seat. Have you seen those? Yeah, with the little like, side. With the side thing. things. So, what's his name? GTS Classics makes a seat kind of like oh, that. Oh, really? Too, yeah. Those are sick, and that's a stock seat. So, those if you want like, something cool. stock with, like history or story behind it. I mean, yeah. they're Probably for his car. Find, huh? They're hard to find. Yeah, it's worth they, it, you I'm know? pretty sure they only offered them on, uh, in one uh, like in one year. I, I would remember. check out GTS. Like, they have a lot of different styles. And, yeah, and like, different styles and probably different levels of build quality, too. And he like, makes... GT Classics. GT, GTS. GTS, right? GTS, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. And he makes all the molds and he does, like, he makes the seats themselves and then does the coverings it's and everything. It's just one so, dude? As far as I know, yeah. Well, uh, Cato Spec says, thoughts on the 924. Interested in a classic Euro car having owned nothing but Japanese cars. Seems like the 924, the 924 could be a fun weekend cruiser for a decent price. I mean, I think we'd probably all agree that 944 isn't much more and you get yeah. more of a car with more flair. But I think it could, if you're into flares. it, it could be a fun little I, tinker they're, toy. They're growing on me more yeah. and more. Like, what about, but get a clean one. Get the, a really yeah, nice one. Yeah, get a really one. nice one. Yeah. yeah. What about parts, though? I mean, they've got to be harder than a 944. A 944 is yeah. super easy. It's just the engine, right? Everything yeah, else but it's just thing. a little, like, Audi 2. No, no, two it's like body work, too, is all different. I mean, fenders and... Yeah, but they made the 924S and stuff. I mean, the, the stuff's available. Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder the suspension parts. Those are Same as a 944. Available. Is it? Yeah. I would picture that they wouldn't be as wide, like the control arms and everything. All the control arms are the same. So. Hmm. Because you guys just the wheel offset that's different, right? Yeah. The track. Um, yeah, they're interesting. I mean, I can, and they're probably, I mean, I've never driven them. Maybe you guys have. They're kind of truck like yeah. the little motors. What do you think about this? Two forty Z versus uh, nine twenty four. Oh, but two forty Zs are way more valuable though. <clears throat> I just drove a two forty Z. Terrible, just rickety and. Yeah, I would guess that a, a nine twenty four would be like the ultimate two forty Z. A two forty Z is not, pretty, not uh, that, flexy. Yes. Like totally stock. Like, was it modified at all? Nope. Was it totally stock. Totally stock. And it was an automatic. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. I think to get those things going, you have to like, I mean, from what I've heard, like you have to steam, you know, oh, steam weld them and oh, really? Do a lot of that kind of stuff to really, mm-hmm. like, the chassis are known for flex. Basically, it was just like, you know, everything about it that just touch points, the steering wheel, the seats, the door handle. I mean, everything was just kind of like, kind of shitty. Steering's not that direct. It's kind oh, of no, not at all. Yeah. But I also... 70s. It's 70s, exactly. I kind of take that with It, it does era. have the straight six, which is pretty cool. It sounds That's good. Yeah, when you rev it up and it has a good little, you know, has burble. That, and it has oh, that, like, fan noise. <laughs> it has, like, the yeah. Toyota 4Runner type thing yeah, where yeah, the yeah. fan's always, you know, it's not an electric fan or anything. Sure. So you hear the fan with the engine RPMs. Oh, because yeah. it speeds up yeah. at the same time? Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Um, SF Production Gabe, what are some of the coolest everyman cars from the Radwood era? I personally believe that there is a lot of rear-wheel drive gold lurking in America's junkyards, junkyards and driveways. I think you're not wrong. There's a lot of gold. Ford LTD. 
How about like the Monte Carlos and the Furies and stuff of like the early '80s that we were talking about NASCAR style? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff out Wait, there. What was the second one you called? Fury, Plymouth. Yeah, no, they didn't make Furies in the '80s. They didn't. No, dude, you're thinking '60s, '70s. Damn. Wait. So, but, but he's saying in America's junkyards, American cars. I think just... he's saying any car, probably yeah, any not car, all American. Yeah. Because there's the Toyotas and yeah, stuff. like the Celica GTSs, which we like. I and mean, there's Supras the Supras and, of that yeah. generation, the MA7. Uh, I don't remember the code anymore. Never mind. Obviously, E30, four Toyota pickup. Dude, last Nissan Plymouth Fury rear-wheel drive. Bonus trivia. Eighty-one. Oh, Lane, trying to fuck Brian up. Seventy-seven. So does does the Plymouth Grand Fury count? I've never heard of that. That's the full size. No, it doesn't count. Damn it. 88, it. 1980 to 1989 is when the Grand Fury. Grand Fury. What the hell is that? And it says technically that's a Fury. 1955 to 1989. Plymouth you know what Fury. I... What SF if you remove the Grand Fury? 1978. Oh, I just guessed 77. <laughs> yeah. What if uh, SF Production Gabe was really into uh, uh, Shelby Daytonas? And he uh, was hoping Diamond he would mention that car. Those are those are front wheel drive, though, aren't they? Oh, what? yeah, I think so. It, it's like a Dodge Shadow, isn't it? I think you're right. Term, Plymouth uh, Sundance. Sundance. Dude, what about a Plymouth Acclaim? Yeah, same, yeah, same idea. Same, <laughs> same idea. <laughs> it's like, um, is that over here? Hot Grip. Dodge Aries. Answer the question. One, yeah. um, Kyle JF90, what is the... Year he doesn't he's missing a Y. What is the year of cars that have the greatest cool factor? Thirties coach work, sixties classics, eighties coke fueled angles. Discuss. Keep up the great work, boys. Hmm, I think sixties. Cool. What's the best That's era? Cool. cool for cool. Cool factor. Sixties. Everything's cool. Sixties. American cars are rad. Like early sixties American stuff, like your your bubble top. Yes. Uh Rivieras. Really and... good BMWs. Yep. Or you know, you're yeah. kinda you you have the two thousand two Lamborghinis. You have all the Miras, Ferrari, all really the ja- cool Ferraris. The Jags are super Jags cool. Jags are cool. Yeah, Triumphs. all the British British stuff is kinda cool. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. it. And the Porsches are good. Yeah. Yep. The thirties coach work stuff is too dainty and uh fragile and artistic. It's, it's not fussy. as it's yeah, it's not as not cool. cool. Not as cool. Dude, I was reading more about like custom car culture and everything and um it's interesting where uh the manufacturers totally started adopting like everything everything that was being done in the backyards around like california like you know mid 60s had a certain design aesthetic uh for cars and you know people started customizing them and then like late 60s or early early 60s i should say and then you know mid to late 60s the car companies themselves actually came out with stuff like the riviera and everything that were totally like custom cars oh like the hideaway headlights and things like that yeah like and uh, these grills with like the horizontal Slats and everything, and Buick um, Wildcat. Seventies are kind of cool, up until seventy-five. <laughs> no, but even after that, like they're cool, but they're like dorky cool, like the Thunder Chicken and stuff, or whatever you know. But it can't stuff touch the like 60s. that. Mm. But it's like more ostentatious, to like make with up like graphics and stuff. Like everything had there was like the Turbo Trans Am and. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking like to like GTO, like the early '70s Judge. Okay, you know, well, like everything was well, like. When did that? Yeah, that's you know, right it on had the like cusp, like Roadrunners and stuff in the '70s. I would I would argue that '80s are cooler than the '70s. '80s were pretty cool. I mean, they, you had the neon cages, stuff. You had like the X90, Turbo and like the Samurai, and the yeah, 
weird shit. Graphics on the side. Graphics. Yeah. And you like, the gra- they started graphics. neon graphics. So I would say it's 60s, 80s, then maybe 70s. Skipper's. I agree. 2000s. That's my job. <laughs> 2010s. <laughs> Kurt K. Photos has a very interesting uh, question. Number one, pick a decade, 80s or 90s. Number two, pick a genre of music. Number three, you are the biggest musical superstar ever in your decade and genre and are about to drop the raddest music video ever. (laughs) What cars do you have in your video and what are they doing? The cars can be from the prior eras as long as they are period correct examples like the ZZ Top Eliminator, which was an 80s style 33 Ford hot rod. Damn. Which before we answer the question, that that's a perfect Radwood segment segue is we talked about last podcast having cars out of the era that are modified in period. Yeah. But would a thirty three Ford that's has yellow lightning bolts on the side of it be Radwood? Brad he's like kind of taking charge of this whole thing, thinks so. So what do you, he thinks so? Yeah. Like hmm. cow look bugs, is oh, a cow look I mean, bug. I get that, but I'm saying a 33 yeah, it's Ford. All, it's all the same, all the same category. <laughs> a six. Uh, how about a 1940 Cadillac? Coupe well, the thing is, has... we denied Brian's Brian's Buick with hydros, uh-huh. but you didn't have all the information. Now I'm sitting here listening to every one of these judgments, wondering if I'm slipping back in. But I might be. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that was enough of a thing. Like, is that? Just a 90s thing to have a lowrider with hydros? Well, like that 33 Ford has three star wheels that are billet with a gaudy grill and purple and yellow lightning bolts yeah, on the side of it. If I remember I correctly. It, man. I mean, I it's the most 80s thing ever. That's like sure. rapid royalty. Oh, I totally disagree. I mean, I don't like it. That's not where we want to go And how about a cow look bug? Yeah, it's out. With like with like graphics on the side, like and a, bald and a, dude, blocks. And I know, and, stuff. and a whale and the tail, white, and the and the white trim, and the pop. We're celebrating the de- those decades. Yeah, dude, like, square headlight conversion. Oh, <laughs> dude, yes. it's in. Yes. It's <laughs> pearl, in. pearl white with purple. I, I go back and forth with it. It's got to be the nicest example of that. I go back yeah. and forth because it's it's one of those things. Like I don't want it to just be that. If it was all those kind of cars, it would. It would be basically a good guy show because those shows are still stuck in 1990. Right. Yeah. Like you go to those shows. Look, a lot of the cars are still 1992. Dude, they spent twenty thousand bucks in 1990. They're not going to repaint $50, it. Or fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand. And it won yeah. twenty awards in 1990. Exactly, so they're yeah. still holding on to it. So it's kind of dude. If it's you... a scary thing to let those cars because then you're kind of opening the floodgates. I think that's where Warren maybe is right. kind of coming. But from. I mean, it Slippery is pretty slope. We yeah, are curating have. it though. Yeah, it's like we are having, we're actively having I know, these but discussions. So I'm just saying. Like, but like, I do think it would be cool to have like the ZZ ZZ, uh, ZZ top car, and then next to maybe not a Buick, but a '64 Impala. Oh, you no, know, from the Doctor Dre video, and then a Cowlick Bug, yes. and then a. I'm trying to think of another like. It, you know, a couple yeah. of those things, uh, like that, a little section of like, not not like dominated by that. But well, like, I think as you say, yeah, like a designated area, like it's like it's right, cars that were modified in fellows. But anyways, no. what? Okay, what's your genre? Go yeah, around. I, I, almost, I almost feel like we should answer for each other. This is crazy. I kind of like that too. <laughs> um, I'm going with a 1982 uh, Journey video. Oh wow! And um, it might be. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right song. But, yeah, basically glam rock, hair, 
crazy. And car, I'm going to go with the 64 Buick Skylark convertible. Oh, there you go. Hot babes in the back. There you go. And, they, right. and they're dressed exactly like you are, and you're wearing the same makeup. <laughs> exactly. White suit and they're in white bikinis. Dude, I really struggled with this one because there is already something for me out there. There's I can't drive 55. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Hagar, he's driving the 308 uh, is it GTS or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and, and some extinct. Uh, what is it? What's the 308? Oh, that's the Ferrari. Ferrari yeah. yeah, he's he's like doing donuts and hauling ass in a now extinct freaking um, racetrack in Pasadena or some shit. And it's that I can't drive 55 video. Okay. That's so rad. Like that that's, that's exactly it. Like just fucking screaming and yelling and. I think yeah. mine. It was already done too. So uh, I'm picturing the Aha music video take oh, on me. Scribbled the, the scribbles. Yeah. And oh, then what do they dude, drive? I think they drive something in there. What I'm picturing some classic is a convert- convertible or something. A convertible uh, slant nose uh, wide fender uh, Porsche. Oh really? Huh. And that's what I'm picturing. So that's in my music video. That's, but it's really like tied up with uh, straight up eighties eighties yeah. rap with uh you know hydraulics and oh so nine fourteen, nine fourteen modified eighty style is in Radwood Slatwood. The uh, Slatwood is <laughs> Slatwood. Dude, there's the section Slatwood. Separate dude. Section. Slatwood. <laughs> All the slant noses. I, yeah, that's a hard one, dude. You know, I I'm the least. I'm the least like. Into it, I'm kind of like going back and forth. So, uh, I feel I you, dude. Maybe like Koenigsegg, out, dude. Yeah. Like ridiculousness, like twelve inch wide wheels in the back. I was gonna go with a kind of punk video. No, because they don't have cars, dude. They just, just drive vans or they have big yeah. Cadillacs. And like the only thing I could think, of, I was thinking, I wanted to be Cadillac. like punk. Yeah, punk. I wanted to say punk or something like '80s punk. Yeah, and it would be like Asian Orange and a. Caddy convertible, and then I always think of the the VW the yeah. the the Rabbit convertible with the the, the Rabbit with the roof cut off. Yeah, but uh, I was thinking more just for like cars and stuff. I was thinking more like late eighties rap, Ice T kind of style, maybe like a Gambala nine eleven and a Gambala nine fourteen and like a. Testarossa or something. Sir mix a lot. You know, so wide, wide, like wide body 500 SEC. Yeah, good. yeah, something like that. Black on black. A lot of side strikes. Yeah. Cal Cal GTI says, where can I listen to your podcast? I can't find it on the app that I use for podcasts. So he doesn't, he probably has Android or something like that. So uh, yeah, I mean, Stitcher, Stitcher is like the biggest one. And I know we're on a bunch of others. He can um, just play it right off of shoutengine.com. You could also do that. Okay, yeah. there you go. And iTunes. I think it's just shoutengine.com uh, forward slash driving while awesome. Or Stitcher. Oh, yeah, and he can't hear this, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> we have to find... That's true. Well, for anyone that knows him, uh, Brian Patrick Muldoon, what are your thoughts on the Lancia Stratos? We'll send How... a carrier pigeon to him. There you go. That's a good idea. How many times have we talked about the we Lancia We like Stratos? it. I think like we all a lot. Like I don't know enough about him, like, on a personal level. Yeah, I don't know level. a lot I've about never... him at all. We did... You never see them, but they're super love, rare. Right? We love them. Love they're them. Cool. Super fucking badass. Angular, weird. Gandini or Gondini? Gandhi? Gandhi? Gandhi. <laughs> Gandhi designed it. He had three possessions. One was a Stratos. <laughs> I I was uh that's the one that was uh in a couple weeks ago where zombies were attacking you or whatever. Right, right, yeah. There was there was yes. a Stratos and a Stratos are amazing. It wasn't a Stratos. It was what was a, it? It was. No, it was the other. It was, it was Lancia Stratos and the I uh, it was aerial the one whatever. Trailer has what? What is it? The uh, 
the little box. Oh, you're talking about the freaking uh, uh, Delta Integrale? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't no, it, it was a Stratus. Stratus. It was a Stratus, yeah. yeah. By the way, Stratus would be such a rad car for a collection. I mean, yes. what an awesome... Get one of those, Art. Gotta have mud flaps, dude. Hell yeah. And the yeah. coffin wheels. Yes. It's mandatory. Coffin wheels. Going nowhere slow 70. How do you feel about giving cars names? For example, a friend of a friend named her Phoenix Yellow E46 M3 Fiona, like from Shrek. Is that the really golden yellow? Yeah. Yeah, it's Terrible. like the it's like the it's an awful yellow. It's like a baby poop green Ugh. metallic. Ugh. Dude, I think that's weird naming cars. I don't mind naming my cars. I've always named my cars, but uh, <laughs> but it has to be natural. It has to come to me. Like I'm not going to forcefully name. When's the last car you named? Uh, my 993. What would you name it? Stellina. Oh my god! You never told that's us an that. awful yeah. name. Yeah. But uh, hey, how do you spell that? Uh, S T E L L I N A. Where, where does that come star. naturally for you? Um, it means what? It's it means like little star because she was sparkly. She was gleaming oh, when I saw you her. Look at art right now, <laughs> dude. She's a little piquito, stalito, stalito. <laughs> you must smoke a lot of weed. Man. I do. Uh, <laughs> so the before that, I had, uh, my 135i, or actually, no, my E30 M3 didn't have a name. I don't remember. 135i's name was Bumble because it was kind of like a little no, bumblebee. Don't try to explain that. Uh, just, just my okay. B5 S4 Avant was Hot Wheel Mama because it was HWM. <laughs> That's a long name, dude. Um, that doesn't roll off the tongue. Either. Yeah, dude. M- most of my cars. Hot Wheel Mama. Hot Wheel Mama. I've had Teely. How would you uh, refer to it? Like, let's go get in said Hot yeah. Wheel Mama. Ja- Jamie, name, you want to take? Jamie named the B5 Swarm. Bellini or Hot Wheel Mama? <laughs> no, <laughs> Stellina. Stellina. Because <laughs> it means little star. Because it's bright in my day so clearly. So clearly. <laughs> um, I do agree with Art on the, I think Stelina? it has to come naturally like a nickname for a human being. You know, right? You can't come up with your own nickname. Oh, no, no, I no. think someone else has to name your car, basically. Yeah, Jamie's name a few of mine. So, I've never owned a car with a nickname, I don't think. Like, I would call my 928. I think my brothers or something would call it the Beast, you know? So, that's like a like generic um, nickname. Yeah. It was just... But, um... I... Uh, I... My grandma's car, the car I would uh, steal and drive when I was, in like, 14... Was a eighty four or eighty three Renault Encore one point seven. The hell's that? Uh, it's a little shit box. I want car of the year, car and driver, oh, nice. or Motor Trend eighty three or eighty four. Yeah, they paid and, Motor uh, Trend. It was like gold, and uh, uh, our friend, this friend John Bartlett, nicknamed it the Peanut. Nice. So to this day, we talk about that car is just the <laughs> Peanut. And then my dad uh, used to name his cars like really weird names and stuff. Like, are you guys are you guys into the whole all cars are are women are female? No. Yeah. No. All my all my cars are females. No, they're not. Yes, they my are. My car's name is Dan. Dan. Dan? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's Kevin. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. The the other the other car that's super memorable. Um, one of my uncles gave me a 1979. Oldsmobile uh, Cutlass Supreme in like that pale green with a green vinyl interior. Sounds rad. Uh, when I was like 16, it was technically, I mean, it was a w- weird thing. Like he loaned it to me for a summer and then he took it back. Like it was like this beater car that he had forever. And we used to call it the Gringo because it was green and it went. Gringo. <laughs> so we'll take the Gringo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bellini. I, <laughs> I, I called my uh, Nissan pickup the Rally Edition. But oh, yeah, really yeah. oh, dude, I totally forgot. My E30 M3 did have a name. Her name was Paloma. Uh-huh. She was white. Paloma. The dove? Like a dove. Yeah. My God. <laughs> Tyson Dotclus. Sunbeam Alpine. Overshadowed older sibling or underrated enthusiast bargain? 
I don't know much about these. Is it underrated? It's fairly rated. But they're kind of like, I guess a lot of people, you know, they're they're like, it's the same formula as an AC Cobra. Or I guess this is not the Alpine Tiger that he's talking uh, about. Yeah, Summit yeah. Tiger. Yeah, so Alpine's I don't, one. I don't think Alpine's just is an Alpine summer. really any. Yeah, Alpines are it's, rad. They're cool. Well, yeah, it's fine, but it's on the same level. Is it underrated? Really? It's like it's like it's an the MGB. same as like a, or an, or a TR four or six it or whatever. Falls under the category of not quite as fun as a Miata. And it falls under that like British car umbrella where yeah. they're never they never really yeah. You know, unless it's a jack. But I think they're probably worth a decent amount. Not the Alpines. They're, they're not very valuable. But they're, they're not. No, but they're, like still, a, they're still probably like 15, 20 grand for a nice one now. Yeah, I've, yeah not not that I've seen recently. But, I mean, maybe. I guess if it's like a pristine example. What about a Sprite? Dude, I think they did. Bug-Eye uh, Sprite. Did not even a Bug-Eye. Alpine just... in... Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. That car the show where they rebuild the cars, uh, Wheeler Dealers. Wheeler Dealers. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah. cool. Really that was like cool a period one. race car yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember what they sold it for, but yeah, the uh, the Sprite. That's a uh, uh, basically an MG Midget, right? Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Austin yeah, Midget it just Sprite. has a really clean look. But they're cool. four cylinder, gutless. I mean, same thing with the Alpine. Same thing with that, I think right? it's like an. I'm, I'm. I might be totally wrong here, but it's like a 1.2 liter. They're tiny, but like the Alpine's a little. Bigger, yeah, bigger than a car. Sprite, but yeah. um, still, they those kind of just stay the same. Like a really nice one is seven grand. Yeah, the Sprite. For a sprite. Yeah, I feel like Alpine really? would be similar. Still, you think? What do you seven mean? Seven grand for a Sprite? You, you think there'd be more? I would guess. No, nowadays. no, they're just yeah. pretty simple little. They're yeah. super cool. Yeah, like I, I, I saw one for sale awesome. with a windshield delete, and it had like a little yeah. roadster flip up on one side with a little roll hoop. It was See, that really sounds clean. fun to me, but I would just be getting it over my head so quick. Just yeah, old old car and slow and and yeah, I think like literally the Miata changed the market for these types of cars. Right. That's like when I was kind of enamored by the. The Lotus um, Elan. I, yeah, that and was like I love them, and they're so cool, and they have such great little details, but they're kind of expensive, you know, thirty or $40,000, and you're like, oh, just like a shittier Miata. Right. I'm like, damn it. It's got a it's weird true. backbone chassis. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. I, I really like them, man. They're, they're so great. pretty. They're yeah. cool, though. They're so pretty, but, but like, yeah, I know. you're, you're going to go like running through the hills with your I friends. Know. Yeah, oh, 1.5 liter on the Series 1 and then 1.6. Yeah, they're bigger displacement than I thought. I remember them being super gutless when I was in high school because I was looking at those in, an M- in MGBs, and I remember like being super underwhelmed by them, but I don't know. What would you name it, Art? Uh, it depends. <laughs> it's all about the character about of the car. It's oh, got to come to talk to you, right? the color. You don't force it, Warren. Right, what would I'm you name her? It. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm looking at Alpines right here. They're all like, there's one for like nine grand, 18 21. Are you doing a BRZO search countrywide? 17, what are you looking for? Just yeah. the Alpines of yeah. that era. So that's a, that's definitely more valuable than the smaller British, More valuable, yeah, more than I expected. I expected it would be like 10 to 15 max. That's kind of about what I said. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> just nailed it. Vandal Industries, since Warren has recently demonstrated that he's a stickler for rules, because without rules there would be chaos. Oh, is this your <laughs> Radwood rules? What are some rules of the road you always abide by and others maybe not so much? Hmm. He was referencing a rad Seinfeld episode where... Kramer's going off about golf etiquette, and Elaine's like, "What's the big deal?" And oh that's yeah, his line. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Um, rules of the road. What do you guys uh, well, just pick one that you kind of stick to? And well, I, the first one that came up that I don't stick to is I don't I I, I go over the double solid okay. if I know the road, and some people really hate that. Okay, that's good of you to admit that, Art. Yeah, sketchy man. Look ahead. 
Yeah, Brian's a stickler for that shit. I don't know. I think I've seen you look at pictures or something, or like a show, and you're like, "Oh, they're going over the double yellow." Like, well, it seems that yeah, it seems. I think a lot of times the double yellows are there because there's like driveways or there's like turnouts and stuff like that. So it's kind of there for a reason. Yeah, as I said, if I know the road, like that's key, especially at night. Like you can see if a car's coming. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's all I got. I'm thinking of. I stick to. Okay. Um, What do you guys got? I mean, it's all the obvious stuff. I don't go through red lights. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Um, I don't really have any, like, stickler stuff that's out of the ordinary. I do the California roll, stop signs in neighborhoods. Yeah, I don't really I can't think of anything. Like, I, I sometimes, unfortunately, will get caught going slow in the fast lane. Oh, oh I definitely. That's not cool. That is okay, not cool. You've never found yourself. Nope. I hate it when one time I was I, dude, you. if someone's coming up on me, I move. Like, me too. I, I try to move. I do. I think Absolutely. that's proactively. Yeah. yeah, I'm more bringing up the topic because I, I, it's a major pet peeve of mine, and I'm always watching my mirror. If, yeah, and I'll, I'll I move only know quickly. one time that Brian did that for sure. Hold up, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> well, no, that's that's actually one that we yeah that I stick to is like I I've, if I'm in the fast lane I'm go I'm I'm going fast or faster than traffic if someone's coming up on me I definitely move out out of the way. Oh yeah, I'm a, yeah. That, that's kind of what I was saying. There's like nothing out of the ordinary that. But I mean that is dude fucking our in our state. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. Super but I'm just saying ordinary. the people that we were talking Ridiculous. to. Or... Can we add a rule of the road? What is it? Add... Uh, left blinker on in the fast lane means get over. I want to pass. Or people can respond to the lights flashing. Flashing lights getting, should do it. Without getting yeah. mad. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that people get mad at a flashing light. It's yeah. like, get out of the way. And a lot but of times, what about, what do you guys think about the blinker thing? That's like super Euro, right? Yeah, and it it's is. not like aggressive. It's sure. just like, it's hey. not aggressive, yeah. But if people, they hardly notice the flashing light, are they going to notice the blinker? I'm saying you know? this is our public service announcement. Yeah. yeah you, All the people who <laughs> but see, I, yeah. don't care about cars are going to be listening to this podcast, so, obviously, and they're going to I mean, I don't, I don't mean ways. to like do, uh, move away from that, but like one that I definitely don't follow, and I didn't even know was a rule until very recently, is if you're in a left turn lane, you have to put your turn signal on, even if it's clearly marked as a left turn well, lane. of course, if yeah. you're turning. Yeah. That Anytime make any you sense. turn... You like, but I'm in, I'm like in a designated yeah, it, it just, doesn't like, matter, dude. It's, it's just like all part of it. Yeah, it, that's part of the rules. Of the road. That doesn't make any sense to me. So no, I, I usually some don't people do that maybe but it's someone come, oncoming. They don't know you're in a turn lane. So that's where I where it depends on the situation. Like yeah. if I can see, okay, maybe they don't know here. Like I'll do it. But if it's like I'm clearly stopped in the middle of the road and you have like, a light and, and like people behind me, yeah, like a turn arrow light. But still, it's good to like let people know that that is a turn lane if they don't know from far away. Like you're sitting there. I guess so. Yeah. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, Ninja. Croc GT4 says, what are you hearing about folks recovering wheel damage costs from Caltrans? That's a thing. Due to roads left unrepaired. Never heard yeah, of I've never heard that. of it. I've never even tried. And I wouldn't, I I wouldn't have, even know where to start. It'd be so yeah. frustrating. I have ruined wheels. And tires, right? And tires that way. Like, yeah. And I, I didn't never, know you could shake Caltrans an, down like that. That'd be an act of God, I think they would say. Um, but yeah, Croc, if you know of a way, if you got an in, he just ruined two of his wheels in his GT4. On his GT4, yeah. Puddle? He DM'd us about it. Ooh. Yeah. Bummer, dude. Yeah. And yeah, he had to have him like odor- overnight in here so he can get him to mount it to drive down to left Kahol. Ooh, that must have been wow. Not wow. Yeah, but I mean, especially after the rainstorms, the roads are so messed up, dude. Yeah, but what do you say to yep. Caltrans? I mean, they have a limited budget. And yeah, and it's kind of like, that's just. 
it's a nature, it's a disaster, or you know, it's yeah. a natural kind like of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you just avoid the fucking bottles as much as you can. Well, so. no, I mean, I just don't know how you could tell them that unless yeah. it was something that was there for years, but. I mean, even then. So. I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Before. I have heard of a. There was this. Uh, there was this guy who, in like New England or something, who was driving under a bridge and they were plowing up top, and they plowed the stuff and it went over the overpass onto his car. That's different. Whoa. And through like his busted his windshield. That's totally and stuff. different. Yeah. That's totally different because yeah. that's like that them act- actually, 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 actually doing, doing something. Yeah. Sure. But I don't know if a pothole warrants that because I mean there's potholes everywhere. They'd be like and people would be you know, just stating, Oh, I ruined it from your pothole. Good point. What about so in the yeah. city there there's a thing you can do there's a three one one and there's an app and shit and you can basically submit claims like that to the city. Like you take a picture of a pothole that's like, you know, potentially dangerous and they they usually respond that and you can see when they open it up, when they open up the case, when they look at it. So like in that case, like if they're notified and they're aware of it and then something happens and they don't get out to it in a couple of weeks, I feel like you have a case there. You know what I mean? Right. But like just out of the blue, like turn a corner, you hit a pothole like there has to be they have to be notified in advance and not do anything about it i think for <clears> them point. to be responsible good point uh tm mason 10 thoughts on the entry level 320i there are some serious markdown slash lease specials on them right now seem a little underpowered at, at 180 horsepower and only came in auto and uh oh, auto 4x drive so i guess he wants a uh, four wheel drive, so you can only. They get don't automatic. offer a manual in the new 320. I thought they did. No, no, no. He's saying well, for auto X-Drive. for X drive. For X drive. If you want an X drive, oh, you can only get an auto. Gotcha. I honestly don't. Why know do you want X drive? Maybe he lives in goes up to the winter and stuff. Winter areas. The, oh, he's in, not local, huh? In general, the 320 is pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's really lightweight. I, I mean, it's, really it's the much, same dimensions. Think, wouldn't you want? Uh, 328? Yeah, it's the same size, and you're going to get more, way more power out of it. I mean, I guess it's just the... The, the deals. The deals, yeah. I mean, what's it? Uh, doesn't um, Kyle Laudner have uh, 320? No, he has a 335, I think, right? Or 328. It's the four-cylinder. He has a 328, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't driven one. I don't have... I mean, I've driven the four-cylinders a lot. And I think they're, the engines are pretty close, but maybe there's like a different... Yeah, there might be some differences, D-tuned. like a cam or something like that. Probably but, lower compression. Yeah, um, I think it's just compression yeah. and it's detuned. They, I remember the displacement's the same, but yeah, yeah. as you said, it's detuned. I mean, I've driven the the so three twenty eight. Ship so it and bring it up to, you know, some. Yeah, but then you're you're breaking your warranty and stuff like yeah, that. Unless it's yeah, a, unless it's a Dynan warranty. I don't or what's it called. But yeah, no, the the X one has that motor. I've driven the four twenty eight eyes and three twenty eight eyes and they're they're great. I mean, but I I think the key is yeah to maybe do some software stuff to it to make it decent. But the most important thing for him is to actually get behind the wheel and see what he thinks. But that is low power for like a new car, like a yeah. you know especially like a BMW with a you know a and with all fairly large sedan with all wheel drive probably weighs and an automatic so you can't ring everything yeah, out of it. Probably weighs what, thirty six hundred pounds with all wheel drive, thirty seven something like that 36 fair guess i i would yeah i would i would say probably without having driven one of these like get a get it only if you're gonna get a manual and it's super bare bones and somehow you can you know get a really good deal out of it it's it's really hard to know though without having a price here and like what he's using it for yeah but it doesn't seem like the right combo to me okay that's an answer Oh, wow. Well. Hold on. I got those in there. Seems like the sorority girl special. Zero to 60, 320i, um, under seven seconds. Oh, yeah, that's pep- plenty pep- good. Peppy enough. That's totally good. 
PFM California. Please be patient. There is a question buried in here. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, Warren. About 15 years ago, my 1964 Volkswagen single cab left me on the side of the road for the final time. The single cab was the last in a series of tired Volkswagens, Mercedes, and BMWs that I used, used as commuters over the years. I sold it on eBay and told myself never again that adults commute in modern cars. Well, time has passed, and I'm ready for further punishment. I've been scouring Craigslist via BRZO and others for a Eurospec W123 Mercedes 300D manual as a platform for an OM617 turbo engine conversion. The car and conversion and the conversion are not a problem. All straightforward stuff. So you must work with art. Uh, the platform I want is a little rare, and as a result, I've read a huge number of Craigslist adverts. Finally, the question. DWA seems to use the hell out of Craigslist. How do you interact with the average Craigslist Craigslister and not lose all faith in humanity? Grammar, none. Punctuation, random. Photos, upside down, blurry, or senseless. Spelling, atrocious. Facts, incorrect. I love that he says senseless. <laughs> Can't attach a photo in an email still using AOL email. Please share any special techniques because Craigslist is driving me right back to the new car dealer. Wow. I think the technique is just putting up with it, basically. In some cases, the shittiest ad is the best deal. Right. So you have that, which is tough. Um, I'm with you, though. I look at Craigslist way too much via BRZO, uh, Burzo, and um, I kind of get a kick out of it. There's times where I'll <laughs> – there was an ad last night which said, "Car, great car – um, runs good, just needs a little bit of work in the suspension, the climate control, and the electronics. Oh, <laughs> what car was that? I can't remember now. I think it was a Mercedes, but just one of those, right? Yeah. Like $1,500 I mean, Mercedes, and it's like, great car. Yeah, needs I, I, everything. I haven't experienced that recently just because, like, I mean, I definitely live by our motto of, like, buy the nicest example you can buy, you can get of whatever car. And yeah, usually, you're dealing I mean, in a it's different... Like, different. It's like enthusiast-owned, and so, like, you're dealing with people who actually know what they have, and it's like a whole other, whole other thing. But I do recall, you know, like, especially, like, Civics and shit. Like, Hondas are oh ridiculous. Oh, my God. I it's can't the even worst imagine. Of it. Like, yeah, it's like, um, you know, you're dealing with multiple people. You show up. It's like a gang of, like, Filipino <laughs> gangsters and, like, like asking you, like, where you live and what other mods you have under your hood. And, like, it's just, like, bizarre shit, right? But as you said, or as Lane said, yep, yeah, pretty much you just have to tolerate it if you want the fucking car in the deal, you know? It's Dude, a deal. I feel like it's much harder being on the selling end. Oh, damn, Art. <laughs> Art just basically spilled his beer again. No, I didn't, though. You caught it. Basically. At least you're, at least you're getting quicker. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's way harder on the selling end when you're like trying. You have to deal with these people to, in order to sell a car. Totally. Like in the buying side, I mean, it's kind of like a game, you know. And it's up to you how you want to handle it. That's like, true. You, you, if you're right, you're the one with the cash. You can make the deal happen as quickly as you want. Like know your questions. Like just get down to right buying whatever it. the basics or are. Selling is the worst. Selling is the worst. Oh. And that. I don't know what the advice would be for that, but I mean, I for buying, it's text like messages. know exactly what you're looking for, yeah. have the cash ready to make it super short, and just get yeah. it done. Yep. Um, I'm really curious to see this conversion. I'm, I'm not aware Dude, of this OM617 It's Turbo. interesting. So I, I was just uh, what is that? scrolling ahead. It's a it's the uh, Mercedes diesel motor that they put in everything from the 60s to the 80s. So I, I happen to be scrolling ahead, and uh, 
one another guy, Ronan Joke, uh, who who asked a question later, talks about his W one twenty three, uh, and and modifying that. And I just look quickly, and he's doing the same thing, or he's talking so, about a car. But that's putting a newer. A, what is the engine? It's just a diesel. But it it's came a, with a diesel too. So what is the upgrade? I don't know. And, and it's like a turbo thing that well, you do all, to it. Well, you can get. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what that. Maybe, maybe there's like some turbo mods. I don't know the way he PFM California describes it. Sounds like it's like a known thing that you're. Hmm. I, I jumped on a little article by Murley Martin on Jalopnik talking about it, but yeah. Well, I want to hear more, so give us some updates. When you get that car or that the ad, send us the bad ads first of all. Yeah, for click sure. send to DWA on Burzo because we like seeing shitty, shitty ads. Um, and I want to know more about it. As far as the punishment, this is uh, it's kind of interesting. It's like you go in circles because. You get sick of old cars, and then you go to something new, and then you forget. It's kind of like uh, having a baby or something where you forget how shitty it was, and yeah. they trick you into having another one, right? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll so talk about that on the Sunday edition. Two-car two theory. Uh, Basking Shark Media, what is the opinion on the Audi TT? I <laughs> saw a really nice brand-new RS today, and it looked really awesome. This led to a BRZO search, and you can get an early model for pretty cheap. Would a TT Quattro be worth Brad's sporting, or would you be better off with a insert other model here? I feel like we get the TT question every other week. But wait a minute. The, but he said brand new TT. No, he just said he saw one, so and I then that made him think about an old yeah, one. Gotcha. Because because so, there are older TT RSs. So, no, but he's looking at old. Like the original TT. I believe gotcha. so, yes. So damn, we need to yeah, we need to bookmark these episodes so we can point them that direction. Uh, I think they're just kind of they're, they're cheap. Right. They're probably fun for what they are. And I think the best example is when someone said, "I already like the Volkswagen 1.8 Turbo or whatever yeah, yeah. motor that he was looking at." He was like, "I already like that car." And I'm yeah. like, "If you like it, then yeah, it's then be you fine. can get it in Quattro and yeah, yeah, yeah. baseball glove Manual. stitching. Yeah. Get that. Yeah, it's cool design. I mean, it seems Great like a lot of car for the money for what too. you're paying. I Funky. mean, I've driven both." Both the 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 uh, 180 horse and the 225 horse, and I didn't like either of them. And I've driven Quattro and front wheel drive, and they're just they just feel very heavy and they're very understeery. They don't feel as sporty as they look, but I'm sure you yeah. can do a lot of shit to change that. Like they don't I, have they, a lot of good visibility. They no, don't have super a lot high of cabin sills. room. Yeah, you're way deep in there. Very high sills. Would it make it a fun rally car with the Quattro manual? I don't think so. Probably I not. Think you're better off with it. Yeah, like a GTI. Yeah, or, yeah, something like that. All right. Um, so we say nine. Misha M. Varshavsky says, is there a better car to buy my teenage daughter, soon to be driving age, than a salvage title, no frame damage, golf or GTI manual, budget 10K? That's pretty Probably. good. That's a pretty good car for that. He's a, Misha's all about getting the salvage title, stuff like that, because he's not looking at resale, right? Well, so. no, it's great, too, because you're going to get a good deal on the car. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it at all. Yeah. It's worth nothing, yeah. right? And it's a newer, probably a yeah. nicer car for the money, and she can kind of, you don't feel bad about kind of first totally. car stuff. I like this question. I I appreciate the salvage title angle, because it opens up your horizons where you might be like, no, I want to get the best example. It's like, why? But... Uh, my argument would be to get something a little bit more safe. So mm. for the same money, you can get like a big, bigger car, way safer car, like an LS 400 Lexus, for example. Yeah. Or, yeah. Is she going to be driving a lot? Is she driving 
long distances to get home from school? Is she even going away to school? Does she need to pile stuff in it? Um, that would be my question. But you cannot beat, like, reliability-wise, that's not the best option. A 10K Golf GTI. Yeah. Golf 4 GTI. It would yeah, because what generation is he talking about? Well, whatever. 10, oh, like a Mark V or something? Yeah. But, like, any Nissan, Honda, Toyota, Lexus, I would Acura, argue against Infinity, that, but, all right. Uh, yeah, well, you had a bad I mean, experience, but I'm saying a four-cylinder is the most reliable car you can buy. So, do you care about fixing it a lot? You know, do you need a that kind of experience? Yeah, I would tend to want to uh, recommend the TSX. Yeah, the one thing about the TSX, like one thing that after I found out after I bought it too, that kind of was concerning as like a father or whatever, like really bad crash crash rate uh, compared. Com- and Honda Civics as well, stuff like that. Like compared a lot like of a those, well. compared to like a Jetta, yeah. mm-hmm. where Jetta's like, and the Golf, it's like five star everything. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's exactly and where my mind went when we when you started talking about safety is Subaru. Just get like Subaru a, is really yeah. like really good. They're very very safe, all wheel drive. So any weather is fine. Get like a little Subaru Outback hatchback. Like they pile shit in there. Yeah. An yeah. Impreza yeah. non turbo. Yeah. Um, you can get one for 10 G's, even like oh, one that, like a 2014, 2013. And then yeah. what about the head gasket thing? <laughs> Maybe find one that's been done. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah find one that's been, that's the key. Yeah, find one that's been done and you're stoked. That's my, my take on it. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, a little, like a Mark V Golf, non, non GTI or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. I think GTI is almost like too fast. Yeah. I agree. What about a Passat, like, of uh, that era? Like that's bigger, yeah. maybe a little bit like more. Safer. I mean, more the, stuff. the GTIs are really, I mean, the Golf's a safe car. It's like, and it's maneuverable too and stuff like that. Yeah. So, what about uh, a, like a 1965 BX Skylark convertible? Probably not. Perfect. Perfect first car. Um, <laughs> it is a perfect first car. I saw um, a freaking Chrysler Sebring convertible Chrysler? on the way. Tesla. Sizzling Chrysler. A Chrysler. <laughs> uh, 2003 Chry- Chrysler there Sebring. You go. Chrysler Sebring. They're the worst, maybe the worst car of all time. $2,000? It's right there with the PT Cruiser. <laughs> well, right what's there. the one before the Sebring? That Chrysler. Oh, Stratus? Or the Stratus? one... Uh, uh, convertible? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the one that they had like 20 of them for sale. LeBaron. Yeah, those are pretty oh, awful. LeBaron, yeah. That's like off the charts. That doesn't even... <laughs> That's oh, so bad it's good. Is rapid. that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, for Misha's question, what what about like a small SUV, like the four, like a CRV mm. or something? Like Roll that. over, kind of tippy. Yeah. yeah, not gonna stop as fast. Not gonna maneuver. Not gonna. I like that angle though for like sitting up high and stuff and piling stuff in it, but um, yeah, it's, it would allow her to like. And it's Misha run over curbs and stuff. Oh, that's true. Misha's worried. About I don't it. think Misha's a CRV buying kind of guy. I think he bought one once. <laughs> But it was like for his Russian import export thing. Okay, Dave. I remember because there was a, a bazooka or there was a big subwoofer in the back, and he sold it without telling me, and he could have given it to me for free. Dang. Dave LC two says, which one would you pick? Let's say that you choose between two Pontiacs to use as a daily driver for a month. The catch is that you have to choose between a Pontiac Grand Am with the Iron Duke four-cylinder. I've never even heard of that. Or a manual transmission. Oh, and a manual transmission. I'm sorry. I fucked that up. You have to choose between a Pontiac Grand Am with an Iron Duke four-cylinder and a manual or a green Pontiac Aztec 
So what'll it be? Pontiac Aztec all the way. What? Yes. Dude, how good does the Iron Duke engine sound? It's a pile of <laughs> shit. Sounds pretty good. It's With like, a manual? It's Pontiac like Grand one of the Am? worst motors ever made. What if oh, it's really? what if it's yeah. the Iron Duke of Hazard? Dude, what year is that I, Grand Am? I, I like, hate is Grand Am. It's like a 91. My dad had a funny story. With all the cladding? Dude, they're horrible. I hate that. Well, or pre-cladding. They're, uh, pre-cladding? I don't remember now. Because, uh, yeah, the pre the cladding ones are probably one of my least favorite cards ever. Cars yeah. ever. And the yeah. ones before that are right are up there, but worse, not as bad. Yeah. Um, let's look it up, because I can't remember if they have cladding. I don't know, man. Uh, my Aztec has some practicality. Practicality, uh, they're funky. They're interesting. Like the the early his uh, my dad's relatives back in Wisconsin, like back in the day, like there was some American car that they were buying. Maybe it was a Pontiac, and uh, there was just an engine that was known to be shitty. And it was the best thing ever for them that he said because they would. Uh, it was like there were so many known flaws that they could uh, they could basically. Uh, blow the motors and take them back and they would do a warranty replacement. Wow. And so they would just like put 30,000 miles on it to just like dump sand in the motor or something and then go have it replaced and they would drive cheap. Real forever. honest people. Your wow. family. <laughs> dump sand. <laughs> Some may say that. Uh, I'd go Pontiac Aztec. Yeah, I'd go Aztec. Just for Dude, the really? torture. Dude, that thing, the Grand Dam might be uglier than the Aztec. The Grand Dams are so bad. The Aztec is so bad. I, dude, it's I'm just going, like my, my old i3. It's I'm great. going Grand Am, and I'm going NASCAR style. <laughs> Screw you guys. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Wise, uh, when are you going to have Nicholas Hunziker on the podcast? I'd like to hear more about his Lotus 51 Formula Ford. Also, how does one convert their car to be fueled by passion? Oh, that's a good question. We need to have him on the Nicholas. podcast to find out. That's probably <laughs> more what we talk about. Uh, uh, he does have a Lotus uh, Formula Ford, huh? I saw a picture of it. Yeah. Yeah, we should have him on. It's on his website. It's cool. Uh, Bigfoot Motors, when's the next Coastal Range Rally? Exclamation, question mark, exclamation, question mark. Um, German slash Euro license plates, cool or douchebag? Douchebag. Douchebag. Mm. If it really, if it was European delivery, I'm kind of in. Oh, well, that's, Duh. Not, I don't think that's what he's referencing. Oh. Yeah, I mean, what really bothers me is European delivery, and they stack the California plate mm. on top of the Euro plate. I kind of dig it. I just, just give me the Euro plate by itself. No, like, but you can't, me I mean, nothing. that's not legal. I'll but... just, yeah, I know. But uh, I did rock a Euro plate on oh, my, my BMW 2002. <laughs> what, was this, what was the car's name? When I was in high school. That was Brownie. I'm um, in high school. Uh, that was the extent of my Euro platiness. It was a real German plate that I brought in my backpack when I went backpacking through. Huh. See, that's cool for the garage. I think that's yeah, great, yeah. but not for the car. I mean, I wouldn't do it, yeah. I, I feel self-conscious Have sure. you guys seen the, the people that actually put their, like, California plate number on a Euro style plate. Yeah, I mean it's still not. That's not legal. So I've like, seen them all his, that, his, like stance. Well, shit, I don't that's even. That's not following the yeah. rules of the road. I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't even rock front plates, so whatever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, K Menace says, "Do you have any good results? Have you had any good results with paintless dent repair? Any recommendations for his E30? He has an E30. Yeah, his brother's. Red he, one. I guess he took over. Never, I've never seen it. No Kevin pictures. detailed it the other week. No pictures on your Instagram, Kevin. Three twenty-five ES. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's a nice car. It looked um, like it was super faded. I got a good guy down in the uh, South Bay, Santa Cruz, San Jose area. I got a good guy in San Francisco that all uh, that did work on the M5 that I'll send your way. I got a guy in the peninsula that mm-hmm. you schedule an appointment. And you, 
usually might. doesn't show up. And oh, nice. <laughs> might like get back to you if you call him a bunch. Cool. Love yeah. those. Uh, Ronan, Ronan joke. I know DWA loves vintage Benzes. I have a lowered. I've lowered my W123, and I love the look, but recently I've been thinking on lifting a little and transforming it into a mild rally car. How would DWA do their vintage Benzo? Think Stance Nation versus Baja 1000. Oh, I know what Brian would do. No, I don't, actually. Yeah, you do. I mean, I was, my plan was, like, mild rally car. Okay. But not Baja 1000. But not 1, lift or anything. If would anything, you lift slightly. It? Okay. But, uh, yeah, basically, like, the back road rally stuff for... Yeah, some mud flaps. I think for a Dude, there was that one that we saw on Craigslist. Remember the 123, uh, W123 that was lifted a little bit and had all the lights and it was like 3000 bucks. I don't remember, it. but it sounds kind of cool. It, it sounds like great. a tan. I think I would do like kind of rally style, but like Monte Carlo rally style, you know, not lifted, yeah. maybe a little lowered if anything. And then with a couple extra lights, so like tarmac uh, rally style. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I do. Yeah. Like cannibal yeah, run, kind of. I'm pretty and maybe, sick of all maybe the stance some benzos. Definitely yeah. stance. But I just put a good, you know, spacers. Like you know, kind of like we like all our cars. I think like yeah. space out the wheels a little bit. Just yeah. make them a little more flush, not hella flush, but uh, <laughs> you know, put I'd some be, good rubber on it. And yeah, I'd be really tempted. Kind of flush. Yeah, kind of flush. So I would go. Yeah, if it's Baja one thousand, I would do a slight, a slight lift. I mean, if it's no, he's saying. Which style would you go oh, for? Oh, definitely dude? Baja 1000. That's what I would go. Baja 1, yeah. that's yeah. extreme, man. Extreme. I would go uh, multiple, crazy. like four hella lights in front of the grill. And then I would Wait, do a so pusher you put fan. hella lights on it? Hella lights on it. And I'll do a pusher fan to compensate for that. Uh, lift wider uh, BFG uh, mud trains on there with uh, white letters out and big over fender flares and big mud flaps. Uh, maybe a cow basher. Actually, the mounts the way, are the lights are mounted on. You just described the exact plan for the E28 that Pat and I are rallying. Oh no! Way. In October, yeah, that's, that's what I would do. Uh, Serge Goot says, "Theme song for Radwood. Can you pick the iconic song that encapsulates the '80s, '90s for the event?" Kind of nerding out thinking about the event. Woke up this morning singing eight six seven five three zero nine. Yep, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Just hold on. That's fine. That's no, dude, the drums. Good. Oh we, fuck. We do, yeah. we do need to make a mixtape now that you. Mentioned. That's happening. It's in the works. Yeah, it's happening. It's uh, on the. It's on the. Dude, I'm sure we'll get rights to all the songs. The motto to my life is in the song that I would choose. Uh, anything less than the best is a felony. Vanilla Ice, dude. Oh. Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> oh, That's okay. my song. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's early 90s. It's good. Um, that's how you live your there's life? A, there's a 5-0 in there. There's like... Oh, it's really great. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good call, Art. I'm surprised, though, that that's the, you think about that song so often. I think about it's it like a lot. It's like a daily mantra. I, you, you got Cool as Ice? I like, dude, I, it's a daily thing. Uh, I'm thinking of Hall & Oates, uh, Journey, those kind of songs. Uh, I can't think of like specific song titles right now. It's really hard. After I can you... try to picture Don't Stop Believing, like you've got one foot on your Fender, play, like air guitar. Yeah, you know, like a jean yeah, jacket but... and you're waiting for the girl. But something like one... Don't Stop Believing is like too played out. That's, I wasn't going like, Don't Stop Believing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. No. Um, not, it's 90s too, right? Any way yeah. you want it. Yeah. How about that song, Summertime? Oh, oh, by Will, Will Smith? Smith. Will Smith. That's yeah. like '95. I mean, you're oh, I thought I was, thinking, I was thinking. I uh, thinking Sublime Summertime. I was thinking. Does no. he like Buttercups? What is that? Uh, 
All right, this is enough. Nope. Let's <laughs> move on. Let's move on before we embarrass What's ourselves. What's it called, dude? John Henry. You're not talking about Len, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Steal my sunshine. Don't. That is not Radwood. That's so not Radwood. That is <laughs> not cool, Wood. Hey, Brian's feeling kind of down, guys. Shush. Does he like buttercups? Shh. I don't know. Don't. <laughs> don't do it. John Henry. Just to weigh in as a person who renovates old homes, Warren should keep the truck... But if the Mighty Max becomes a cost issue, a cheap minivan is a great alternative. Yes, John Henry. Oh, God. And you can live in it when your wife kicks you out of the house. <laughs> they haul a great deal, good access with sliding doors, and your stuff slash tools are secure if you need to make stops on the way home. Yeah. I actually had that problem. I bought a... I have a BRZO search for early minivan, minivans. Minivans. Gen 1. Why would okay. I do that? Cool. Dude. Hey, could you imagine? Hey, Warren has to make periodic stops on the way home from his, uh, what, you live a half a mile from work? Yeah, but why would I get an old minivan? I think they're kind of awesome. I think it's a legendary automotive design. Ford Aero Legendary? Or... Cheap and kind of Someone shady. brought up that Warren already has a Vanagon as well. I do have a Vanagon. That he could do. Yeah, like, you're not hauling shit in that. Clean this his baby. So I've had uh, mm-hmm. someone else said to uh, get a trailer for my E30, I assume, and <laughs> take take the trailer to <laughs> Home Depot. Dude, I got you. Uh, chop the fucking bed off of the Mighty Max and haul, oh. back, haul the Mighty Max bed behind the E30. Yeah, then you can sell <laughs> a little bit of Mighty Max. Oh, uh, right, <laughs> right. It would come with Dude. me. I'd keep the McLaren sticker. Oh, I found exactly. an awesome Radwood ride in my caravan... Sir, by the way, Dude. 1985 Dodge Caravan. It says Easy Resto. Oh, easy oh. Resto, $750. It's, it's so close to me. It's gold on gold. That's, I, I was, that I was is nice, looking actually. pretty closely, and there were no good options. By the way, is that a, a short? Is that a short one? A short wheelbase one, or a short, short body one? Uh, it's pretty short. High yeah. output, or oh, Dude, yeah, a, fuck yeah. That's is that when, a I, when I think that motor, era. When I think that era, I think the turbo. Burgundy side uh, fake wood, wood with yeah. burgundy vinyl manual turbo? transmission. Yeah. Manual. Yeah, they made the what? turbo manual. Yeah. That's what? what I, yeah. No. I'm surprised that's yeah, not they made research. it. Dude, tell me that's not a clean body that's style. Clean, Wait a minute. Man. You're telling Hand me they bumpers. made a manual transmission Dodge Caravan? Turbo. I don't believe it. Dude, Show me. Show me the money. In the, California. The one's like the 2.4 liter. I no think way. it's a 2.4, yeah. And the sh- Where was the shifter? little Mitsubishi force On the floor? No. Dude, I'll show you. This that can't be true. Rear wheel drive, front wheel drive. That one's drive. cool. It's like a base model too, so yeah. it has steel wheels and stuff. Yeah. And well, it, yeah, it's a short. It's a short one. I go back and forth with the Mighty Max like every day. I think oh, I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell it. There's no why. Why do I have it? Then I'm like, ah, what if I need to fucking pile all this wood in here and dirt and shit? What am I gonna use, dude? I mean, if you have a slot available here that you're filling up for a cheap pickup. I think you could get a lot of satisfaction out of an early Chevy or like a, you know one of the box. Uh, oh, the silver square bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, short standard cab, short cab, short bed. Yeah, I mean, I like that. Hard, increasingly harder to find. But, but the problem is, and that they're a little more expensive. I'm trading a car that I don't use very much for another car that would be used as just as little. No, I think you could get satisfaction out of driving an earlier, an early pickup. An early minivan. Pickup. Hey, can we talk about my brother's bought a, a 60, 1960 Ford pickup? What? Yeah. White on red interior, maybe? Nice. Dang. Hey, can we talk about this thing a little bit? This caravan? This caravan? Dude. Okay, it's it says amazing. they're selling it for parts only, but it's smogged. 
And and then it says this is a quote unquote look like buy end quote kind of deal. Look like buy. What the hell is I don't that? Know what that means. And it says Where's this person from? And it says interior is like new, third seat is an additional fifty dollars. What? <laughs> <laughs> to the, the total seven fifty firm. The interior looks good. It looks super cherry. There's no battery. What? What I don't even is that And the... then it says selling it for seven hundred firm, nothing less. Dude, this is all over the place. I'm looking at a picture of a interior manual. like friggin' new. <laughs> all <capitals>. Friggin' well. <laughs> sold as is, where is? Oh right. Where is it? Not moving in it. bold. <sighs> in like a huge font. <laughs> I don't believe this existed, this car. What? Weird as that ever. Where else would you sell it? <laughs> Where it is. Okay. All right. We're, this is not good podcast material. No, we're, we're see this. squirreling out of control here. Um, the gentleman, regarding powder coating wheels, worth it? Assume they are nice wheels, but the car is aging. So like on a BMW E46 M3? With BBS CHs? Yeah, I'd powder coat them. Yeah. Yeah, it's cheap, dude. Not that cheap. I mean, Wait, it's not. It's not limited. expensive. You got to like two fifty a wheel. No, dude. Are you kidding me? No, I think you have it to is. Be careful no, powder dude. coating aluminum wheels. It's not good for them. It makes them weaker. Oh, because oh, you heat them up. Yeah, you heat them up. It's mm-hmm. not good. But you can powder coat them. Uh, I don't know. I'm with Brian on that one because what if you? Why would you make them shittier? Yes, for appearance. I'll can them if anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, or just I've never heard of that. Dip. Or hit up uh, one of those don't metal guys. It's like straight chemistry or whatever. It's like oh, yeah? metal chemistry. It's, I think it's called or whatever. But, Met- but, but you can powder. You can powder coat wheels. For like, I mean, we did a set of Fiat wheels, which were small, but they were fifty bucks a wheel. And I know you can, you, you know less than hundred bucks a wheel. So yeah, I yeah hundred bucks is usually like in the city at yeah. least. There's this one place that restores wheels. They do like the mobile shit where you can like get get the wheels done with the tires on them and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do yeah. most of the dealers in the Bay Area. Yeah, we have a but, guy. So those guys, um, I approached them because when I was lo- I was looking for wheels for the NSX, I found a set of the. Um, like the multi-spoke, like the later version, the later uh, NSX ones, mm-hmm. which are pretty sweet, uh, but they were chrome, and I know those are like a fucking ordeal to deal, like to yeah, but, you have you to poster pop all the chrome. Yeah, and, and he said out. that there's only like one shop in like LA and California that does it now, and it's like super toxic, so like no one does it anymore. Like uh, it's like it's like really complicated. But um, mm-hmm. anyways, I asked him. Okay, originally my my thing was like I found these wheels; they're kind of chipping. How much is it a powder coat? And he's like, well, if they were just a straight powder coat they would be yeah like like 90 bucks a piece or something but huh. then it, it turned into like a 600 hundred dollar ordeal by removing the chrome interesting uh but yeah i don't know about the the metal thing yeah there's metal this guy thing. over and Do it with steel wheels for sure there's this guy near us in capitola my brother was gonna get his 914 wheels i think it was like 75 each or something like that okay that's way cheaper than I thought. I was trying to get a uh, dead pedal powder coated, and he was said it was going to be ninety bucks. And I was That's like, crazy. "Dude, it's like the size of my hand." You used to be able to bring stuff to NHS uh, to Santa Cruz bicycles, yeah. But now they make all their bikes in China, so they don't do anything here. But you used to just bring it over there, and you drop off stuff. And when they when they had a batch of bikes being painted that color. They would just throw it in with the bikes, and it would be super cheap, like 30 bucks or something, or whatever cool. you wanted. Nice. So. All right. Explosorous. Maybe this has been asked before, but which car has the best-feeling shifter? Not clutch feel. Maybe not the best sense of occasion or most character, but just great feeling when you're rowing through the gears. Extra points for answers other than Miata or S2000. Bonus question. Can a DCT have good feel? 
CT, I could feel. Is he talking about a continuously variable? No, that's a no, CVT. DCT is like a dual clutch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Dual clutch transmission. Um, No. I mean, it can snap. So and, it can have good feel? Yeah, it can have good... They have different... Clicking, I guess. Sensations of yeah. how they engage a gear and stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like quickness and stuff like yeah. that. And I the, guess that's feel. And the snap Is that of technically it? feel, though? But is it... Are you talking about, like, the tactile oh, click? The actual click of the paddle? I think so. That's yeah, definitely a, a thing. Yeah. Like the new Audis, as I showed you guys, are horrible. Right. Yeah. Compared to the Porsche. Yeah, and then, like, Lamborghini has a nice click. I've never thought a Miata has a good shifter. I don't know what? why that's in a little... Wow. Is this a Japanese Super little, nice. That's one of those S2000 things like everyone way claims they're super nice, but... Yeah, yeah, S2000 is awesome. like a whole other world compared to Miata. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. To put those together, it's like... Eh. Oh, yeah. Miatas have like a very unique... They're very tight and they're very mechanical. That's why they're... I mean, if you're into that sort of feel, like it feels yeah, like it's metal on metal. Right. Like, um, I don't know. I like them. I think for a stock shifter, like the throws are really right. nice. Um, S2000 is way slicker, for sure. It's more like the NSX. Yeah. That stuff. Your NSX is nice. Yeah, I really like the NSX one. I would say F40 is pretty good. <laughs> it's a nice one. Yeah. Gated shifter. Good sense of occasion. R8. Yeah. Uh, R8 manual is pretty Oh, yeah. Cool. That gated. exposed... Or, yeah, the exposed yeah. shift gate. The, uh, yeah, my I don't two know. favorites. I, thought, I think uh, G50 911s are pretty nice. G50 911. Like, like travel, though, right? I, I mean... Pretty long... Not, not, not really. It's pretty nice, and like they they feel gated. They're super tight, like from side to side. Yeah, yeah. yeah the G50 and the NSX transmission are my favorite. They yeah. feel kind of similar. They're in very a lot similar. Of ways, yeah. yeah, they're just really tight and very very positive. Like it's you know, the exact opposite of like a 915. You know, like you know exactly. Like you go into gear. It's like click click. It's very like. Um, very positive, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, that's, you know... That's what you want. Whereas, you know, you have, uh, you know, a 915, it's like this vague thing. You put it in there and you think you're in gear, but it doesn't... It's not reassuring, you know? It doesn't have, like, any really good feel. Right. Um, but Some I mean, of the old, like... um, Like a... I feel like a like a top loader four-speed is kind of a cool... I don't know. Feel, maybe? Mess, mess with a top loader. Because they're really direct. It's like a long it feels, throw, though, but it feels, it? yeah, but it feels direct. Like you kind of know what you're doing. Yeah. Where like the later five speeds felt a little more, uh, yeah. sloppy. All Tremex feel nice too. I don't know if you've shifted those. Yeah, they feel like, they're super mechanical. Like on Drew's, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're Volvo a little on the heavy side, but very, very like mechanical and direct. Uh, uh, he goes on to asks ask. Uh, can I bring my non-period correct track rat NA to Radwood? Should I just wear JNCOs? Oh, JNCOs. Oh, those are the huge. Oh, yeah, JNCOs. The ones that, like, flare out and you can, like, ride your blades and stuff. He can bring that car, but he can't park in the show. That's right, yeah, there's a lot. But definitely bring those pants. Wait, why can't he park in the show? Oh, because it's not saying It's stanced out and stuff? It's a track rat. It's Yeah, it's, like, more modern. But it's all lowered. It's an NA. It's, well, how do we feel about Miatas? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think oh that I think, I think that's a that's to, I mean that's a nineteen ninety, you know eighty nine yeah, through ninety. I thought that was brilliant. You know, we so we're gonna let a Miata in a Gen One Miata and not a. Don't you have to? It's an eighties nineties car. I don't know. We're you know explosives. If you had a thirty three Ford with uh, three star wheels and uh, I th- some, I think that graphics. car has to be let in. Kyle Ott asks. When is a car bra acceptable? Never comes Never. to mind, but I'd like your expert in automotive opinion. A Radwood, 
car bra is certainly acceptable. Yeah, for some reason, it yeah. looked all right on the uh, 84 4000 Quattro at oh, that Berkey yes. Cars and Coffee the other day. Some Porsches will come in wearing one. You're like, okay, I yeah, guess. They're kind of, I but, had one for my E30, and I think I like threw it away. But then again, you're kind of like, oh, it'd look really good without that car bra. Mine, mine had the little uh, mirror oh. condoms. Yeah, mirror Dude, condoms are sweet. I rock Camaro. Uh, with the with like IROC embossed in the front yes. in white or something, mm-hmm. or matching the color of the But car. that's all kind of, it's like cool because it's so 80s and yeah. bad. So you know what? <sighs> it bothers me, but people rock bras on Vanagons a lot. Whoa, really? <laughs> and it's such a big flat surface up And there, it makes right? perfect mm-hmm. sense because yeah. they just get pelted with that bugs and rocks and stuff. But I would never do it. And you think, and those Vanagon owners, are they really the ones that are, like, taking the bra off to clean the, when they no, wash their car like, and stuff? No, it's just, like, it came with it, and so yeah, we just exactly. have it or whatever. It's an accessory that yeah. came with it, yeah. But it does make a lot of sense, because after a road trip, the, the front of a Vanagon is just completely demolished. But I'm not rocking a bra. Hey. I don't even wear a bra. <laughs> <laughs> you burn bras. <laughs> All right. Well, no, Brian, that's it. Brian. No, dude, I think it's worth answering. Another question from your Instagram. Hey, before we do that, let's talk about our sponsor this week. Heel and Toe Apparel. Yep. So I got a Heel and Toe shirt. We all have a couple of their shirts, right? Back in the day, he hooked us up. So comfortable. Amazingly comfortable. Very nice. I wear it all the time. Yeah, it's like I'm uh, happy to see it come up in my drawer. Like, yeah, for sure. It's It's like the the, greatest hits. It's the shirt, like, after I have a shower, I want to put that (laughs) shirt on because it it feels so good. Let's not get too. uh, (laughs) And just run around nude, like nothing else. I know know? nothing else. (laughs) I actually used mine, I made it into a pillowcase so I could just. Love it. Snuggle. <laughs> my uh, yeah. my brother won one, won one on the uh, Coastal Ranch Rally, and he was commenting on how like sick it is and how soft the material is and everything. So and uh, they it, do that like embedded. The printing is like it's kind of in the shirt should, rather than yeah. on top of the shirt. I, I, is that I enjoy silk screen? that. I don't know the difference. Um, no, no, no. It's, no, it's high quality. It's like it's very nice. Yeah. That's why it's so. They superimpose that shit. Yeah, exactly. It's superimposed, man. You know what I like more than the fabric and the designs? I like that their shirts are for people who love to drive. Oh, stop. That's so cheesy, (laughs) dude. I like the little tags that they have down on the bottom. Oh, yeah. That that screams quality when you have like multiple. Doing your neck. Yeah, you have a little tag, your own heel and toe, (laughs) H&T. That screams quality. I think it does, dude. It does. And on that note. Attention to detail. Go to heelandtoe.com forward slash. No, that's not that. Heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA. And he's he's giving everyone 20% off. There so I encourage everyone to get multiple shirts. It really is worth it. All Given the pillowcase the... covers you want. Yeah. And spring's here. Time to wear those t-shirts. Naked. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've been wearing turtlenecks up until May 1st. <laughs> and now it's t-shirt weather, boys. That's right. Yeah, Triple right. Lincoln chain. Well, let's... Uh... Screw you guys. I'm asking this question. Oh, Miata or, or uh, Corvette? Are you asking us the question? Your Instagram question? Yeah, I thought you were going to read all the answers. So here's, so what is like a 58 Corvette or what is that? C57 Corvette. It's a C1, right? I think that's a two. Is it a two? That's a 57? C1's like the blue flame six. It could be a facelift C1. No, that's a C2. I guess it is a C2, right? Um, I would definitely pick the C2. Talk about sense of occasion. So you, you have, you fill, you know, you have a garage spot. It's your fun car. Yeah, but you didn't say the other car. 
or a Miata. It's like a it's, track it's, rat. This yeah. well, well-sorted looking Miata. Well-sorted, yeah. Definitely so. the Corvette, dude. Like, talk about sensification off the chart. Like, a really nice Corvette convertible. Uh, 50s Corvette convertible. Really nice. It's white with, like, a silver-blue coves, a gorgeous car, or a black Miata with a hard top and... Six UL wheels that are... You know, wide tires, 225s. Yep, wide tires, definitely meant for rallying. It's got a little cage in the back. So what would you go with? And this is also the caveat is you can't sell it for a profit. Yeah, so obviously the, not, the Corvette's worth 10 times as much. It's basically yes. like taking up a spot in your garage. It's your a fun which car you that you get to go use. Yeah, that's which a good one. Which one would you point. rather do? Corvette. I think it would be a more unique experience every time you drove it. Yeah. Um, Definitely it's just not a, as fun to drive, though. No question, no, right? No, not as fun and to especially drive. Especially where we live, dude. I have to go Miata. Well, which why, is well, kind of crazy, right? I think I've just I've it's had enough. I've car. had enough Miata life. Yeah. In my yeah, driving. but have you ever driven one and like yeah. a, like a fun sorted so, yeah, one? But, I think the hard question is, am I allowed to have other stuff? No. Oh well, I mean, I don't. I because really that's the to whole, keep it simple. You that's know? the like, whole caveat. That's an easy one to get around. I'm like. Okay, let's take the Corvette because it it'll offer some different kind of that you don't have with experience that I don't have with other and, and I've never and, had and I could get I I wouldn't I don't I'm not a Miata guy anyway so I I understand the merits of them they're cool and everything but it's like yeah. um but your 944 just, would be the but you yeah, could buy you so many cars in that I could just go buy something else yeah well, like the 944 the root of it is trying to understand what's more important to you. Like yes, cruising and a classic design yeah. or fun to drive, and it was just interesting to me to see both of those in the same parking lot at the same time. Mm. Where it's like, actually, you know, this Corvette's awesome and it's worth a lot of money, but I would honestly rather have this five thousand dollar Miata just because you could have so much fun with it. But which I, car? I which car is thing. more fun? The fun is to weird. drive like like That's your, your Buick, question. right? Yeah, which one's like, more fun to like go cruise to? So your answer Pescadero. says something yeah, Pesca- about you. Pescadero like, would be a great one. What's, uh, what's more one? important to you, like being having that cruise? Yeah. No, but it's or, also like the muscle car aspect yeah, of it. It sounds and having like cool a big V eight and a right. four speed. And, I would totally build like a period race car out of it. Even I, I go, suspension. I, I, like, I'm not a Corvette guy, and oh like, come on, you look at those things <laughs> and they have like horrendous like. Don't you know everything? What? Let's, but, not, let's not open that yeah. up again. Uh, I don't fit well in Miatas either, so that's my other Yeah, I doubt I mean, you'd fit well in the Corvette either. Those things no, are tight, I've, I've dude. dude the, the Corvette interior look really They're tight. so the tight. The steering wheel is a little Yeah, yeah they're like in your lap. Yeah, um, that's It one looked thing. more uncomfortable than the As car. long as it's not a 58, I hate 58 Corvettes. This is a 57. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, but the fun to drive thing, like, I think a Corvette can be equally as fun just in a different way. Like, just being in that space and looking down at, like, those gauges and that interior. Like, I think it, it has it more is, sense of occasion. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. It's a yeah. different way. And, like, fucking yeah. just ripping through the gears with that old, like, just a loud V8. Yeah, I go, I, go, I go Corvette. You guys all go Corvette. I mean, yeah. even though I'm, I've had a ton of Miatas, and and if I, I love that type of driving, but if I owned a bunch of old 60s cars in my life, I'd go Miata. But I've never owned a car like that. So it'd be that opportunity to have uh, rumble and kind of cruiser yeah. blasting up the coast. I'm kind of going on the same way. Like, I don't have that car, that kind of experience. So just adding that kind of experience to a little maybe maybe that's why I'm would be my cool. answer too because yeah. I don't ha- I have a cruiser, you have a little cruiser right yeah. now and I don't have the Miata. But I think yeah. this is totally different though. Like a shorter wheelbase, it's way sportier. Like I mean, yeah, and you can have a manual transmission. Manual transmission. It has a V8. I can. T- I would do like. 
pop off. Here you go, dude. Pop off the uh, what's it called? The hubcaps, steel wheels with like bias ply race slicks. Like just yeah. fucking get it sideways everywhere, like dicking around. I mean, it's a different thing. It's not tight and like nimble in that way, but it's just like and fun you to can just mop make around. Them handle. Yeah, I mean, you definitely can. They were very yeah. successful race cars. So, I but mean, I, I I think most of the answers we saw were Miata. That's true. There were like 45 answers, hmm. and it was probably yeah, also don't cater to the Corvette crowd. I, I was it's driving a, yesterday uh, through Santa Clara, and there's a place called Corvette World, and I was driving oh, yeah, I've seen too it. fast to be able to take a picture and tag Lane in it. <laughs> but it's all like the building's all dusty. It seems like it hasn't been, you know, no one's cleaned it in decades, and there's all these cars that look like they've been sitting for decades out front. It's Lane's church. It's next yeah. to a stamp collecting shop and a <laughs> and a leather jacket making factory. Yeah, exactly. and, uh... Leather jacket making. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a podcast. Okay. Adios. Bye. Bye. Oh wait. Will you see people at Luftica Cult? Because this Will is the last see? episode. Oh right. Oh yeah. yeah. Holler at Art and I. Yeah, she was I might be down I there. saw you were going to go down there, Warren. Uh, weather permitting, I will be there. Why does weather matter? Because I'm flying. Dude, private, private flight. I thought you listened to the podcast. Oh. The mega, mega bus was sold out. <laughs> 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 I had to leave. I would have to leave tomorrow to get there. So, uh... by the way, uh, C1 Corvettes. Uh, that it, it's it's all the the um, the fifties cars. It's I not, thought C1 was just, just a 5354. Yeah, I mean, no, that's you know, a like C1. Six uh, it's a C1 like uh, facelift, right? Apparently, uh, yeah. Because okay. I mean, I, I I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, so the, the V8 yeah. the V8 cars like are the still C2 C1? is the Stingray style. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. That belt line. Oh yeah, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. the 61 or 62 or whatever. Corvette Stingray guy is. over here. Corvette Lane. <laughs> Corvette Lane. <laughs> and then C3 is the Batmobile one. All right, dude. I'm, I'm just going to blow this out. I'm going to throw this out there. I, I blow this out. Uh, Wait, what? I've seen Lane. I've out, seen bro. Lane with his shirt off once. Blow and on the back of his shirt. Or back of his shirt. I mean, on his back, he's got a Corvette with the checkered flags. <laughs> uh-huh. Corvette symbol. Uh, yeah. Right in the middle of his back. Podcast is done. Yeah. I want this information out there. <laughs>
<laughs> Dude, this is terrible. God damn it. This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Check out heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA and receive 25% off of your order. You just gave an extra, bro. extra 5% <laughs> on our sale oh, bar for the extra 5 <laughs> We got to send him the outtakes. I'm sure you love this. All right. Uh, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want us to all leave the room? I'm not even looking at this shit. <laughs> Don't look at Don't it. Look There's at nothing it. to look at. <laughs> Don't look at either. <laughs> Actually, no, you should start with that. Well, I got something. This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Check out heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash for 20% off your order. I got this again. This episode of Driving While Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Check out heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA and receive 20% off of your order. Oh, that was ridiculous. What the fuck is wrong? Do it later. I got it, I got it. Just make it super simple. I got it, I got it. Call him a friend, too. Our friends. I wish I would. Hey, pal. Buddy. What's up, guys? I hear you love to drive. I hear you love to drive. Hey, who wants some from the hour? Oh, this epi- <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, this episode of Driving Will Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA. <laughs> Dude, I can't fucking do it. What is wrong? This episode of Driving Will Awesome is brought to you by Heel and Toe Apparel. Go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Right, <laughs> you did record well. Lame would never find this because it's like so deep. So many. Yeah.